Hey everybody, welcome to Kingdom Smarts. I'm Shannon. And I'm Jake. And this is a podcast where we usually talk about Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days, but it's a bonus episode. Yeah. Happy anniversary, Shannon. Happy anniversary. It's been two years of this podcast. Yeah, somehow. It's weird that it's been that long. <laughs> and we've only gotten through three games, maybe. <laughs> nope, well, yeah, we're on our fourth. Well, to be fair, one game took up one calendar year, and yes. maybe that's why I feel like we've only been doing this for like a year and change, because that one was like a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, Kingdom Hearts 2 was so exhausted. It was a... Uh, Joe and Wheels were not lying when they said it was a swamp. Yep. <laughs> Because it looks cool. I think swamps look cool, but then you're walking through one and you realize it's been a year and you've only done 25 episodes. Yeah, because you're like, well, I love the storyline, so it's fine. Then you're halfway through a 42 minute cutscene going, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so today we're going to do something a little different. We're doing a Q&A. Yep. Uh, we asked for your cues and we're going to A the hell out of them. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's a way to put that. That's how I always put it. So <laughs> we asked people to use the hashtag Kingdom Smarts. Not everybody did that because even though you only interact with Twitter by reading it or hearing it read to you, <laughs> not everyone gets the whole all the information. It's yeah. fine. But yeah, so I guess we will go through people that paid uh, that follow the rules first. And then how we're doing on time, we'll go through people that didn't follow the rules. Yeah, I think most of them were in replies to either the first or second one on the Kingdom of Smarts, and I got one on, on one of my posts. I don't know if you got any on yours. Uh, Yeah, but some, most of them, I think, hashtagged it properly. You just want to jump back and forth between them? Uh, Sure. I'm still scrolling. Gosh, we got a lot. Good. I was worried <laughs> this episode was going to be like six minutes long. We're going to be fine. Yeah, after we gave a shout out on the episode, I went through and only saw Jams' question. I was yeah. just like, "Oh, no one paid attention." I I've been I've been in the podcast game long enough to know that you got to remind people three times <laughs> if you want to get a lot of questions. And the one you get the most from is usually the "We're doing this in an hour. Please get your questions in." One. <laughs> uh, so you want me to start? Sure. All right. Uh, so this is from Jams uh, at Jams Wilk. Uh, for your Q&A episode, how do you find you get the cleanest audio while recording? Is Google Hangouts vastly superior to Skype? Uh, technically, those are two different questions. Uh, we don't record the Google Hangout audio. We record locally onto our computers, and then they all come to me, and then I edit them together. Yeah. Uh, so that's how we get the good recording is decent mics. Um, I do a lot of noise canceling. I do I do two rounds of noise canceling. That's that's the secret sauce of any podcast. Noise cancel twice, once from the front, once from the back. <laughs> also get wrong. get anything that gets your microphone off the table. Yeah, um cuz if you have for example a we'll just say Yeti snowball like maybe Josh has, <laughs> if you touch the table, it goes right through the legs and into the microphone sound. So there's that. Yeah, because uh, my Yeti used to have a table stand, but now I have a arm, and it is much better. Especially since this podcast, I usually am opening a book. Uh, there's still a lot of good... I feel like if we were an ASMR podcast, and if people were really into books, pages flapping, they would be love. They would be all over this podcast. <laughs> um, I cut a, a good amount of it, but it, it doesn't pick up like like moving something on your desk used to. 
Yeah, I try to usually stick to smaller books, but I have two books that are like regular size. So like when I turn the page, it's just just about to like hit my microphone. <laughs> She's kind of like the. Uh, it's a lot of good foley. You could you could definitely save the audio from flapping and put it in like a movie or something. <laughs> my setup is very weird. I have a mixer and an uh, external sound card and a cardioid mic that's like a regular microphone. Um, I don't have like a typical podcast setup because mine was built for two people in the same room. One of those people moved away, so now I just have this big old setup for me. <laughs> I I just I know nothing about this, so I got an entry level microphone, which everyone's like, oh, it's bad. I'm like, ah, oh, it works for me. I don't care. It's actually pretty good. Uh, it's the you got the Yeti Blue. Yeah. And I would say that like for air quote beginner mics, it, like the cheapest ones, like 120 bucks. Yeah. Um, for like beginner mics, it's really dope. Like it, like there's I I I am an audio professional. Can't tell the difference between that and a more expensive mic. That's like that's the secret. Is that like yeah. there's the the entry level stuff still works as long as it's pretty good. Snowballs you sound a little tinny, but once you get up to the blue, like yeah, you're good. Yeah, snowballs are also like pretty small, right? Yeah, they're like uh, it's kind of like a, it's about a softball size, but um, the way the pickup pattern is, I feel like it gets more like bounce from inside the mic. This is all stuff that nobody cares about, but it's what I think about all the time. <laughs> um, also, I have very sensitive ears, so I can tell very little differences that people will never notice or hear. I'm the same way with color, and people still try to fight with me on color. I'm like, I I actually have a lot of cones in my eyes. I'm, like, I'm very good at seeing <laughs> color. Uh, you, uh, you, you a tetrachromite? You got, the, you got those those triple cones? You can see a million colors no one else can see? Uh, I don't know all the specifics, but every time I've done a test, I've always seen, like, way more than the average of colors. I'm the opposite. I'm color illiterate. Uh, there's, <laughs> like, there's, like, the Crayola 20 and Salmon, and anything outside of that, I'm like, I don't know. It's, like, a blue, probably. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I have, uh, when I, I had to, I, I went to the doctor cause I had, uh, when was it back in April? I think I had, I thought I had strep. Uh, I wasn't sure. I just had a viral infection. Um, but I went to the doctor cause I was like, this fucking sucks. I need to get, I need to do something about this. And she put the thing in my ear and she said, Ooh, you have tricky ears. And I was like, is that good? <laughs> like, is that, she's like, yeah, you're, um, I forget what she said. Whatever picks up the sound. Mine is like. <laughs> around the corner from where it should be so i i get sounds different and i guess that's why i can tell if a left and right chord are switched even though it should be imperceptible on a stereo <laughs> but anyway um so that's how we get the best quality sound for this show um and then google hang it's google Hangouts vastly superior to skype uh as someone who had to use skype last week <laughs> it's about the same i would say yeah i mean they're both like low-key kind of bad but yeah, Hangouts doesn't evolve opening a program that's eventually going to crash. Yeah, and uh, like Skype used to be extremely unreliable. Uh, yeah. Chris Sims famously says that uh, he's had one-legged tables more stable than Skype um, <laughs> because you'll be on it and it'll be like, oh, I the picture is frozen and I can hear the robot version of you, <laughs> and that's it. Um, but I we used it last week and it was fine. Yeah. Like. They're both free, so you get what you pay for. But I, yeah. I like Google Hangouts better because I know you can do multiple people on one call with video, whereas like Skype, you used to only be able to do one person. I don't know how it's changed in the past six years since I stopped using it. 
Yeah, considering um, how much like Google is trying to get rid of everything they have that's useful, we should probably look into that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they're trying to smother um, uh, Google Hangouts while it sleeps, and starting in October, that's when that's when it starts. So, <laughs> at this point, if I pay for a good video service, it's a tax write-off. So I might do that anyway. But that's Jam's first question. Jam's second question is: If you guys had Heartless or Nobody minions, what would they be based on or look like? I don't know what heartless minions I would have because I feel like those don't really matter to like the person. They're just yeah, like a bunch like of different kinds of heartless. Those matter more to like the world they live in. So yeah. what, if you lost your heart right now, what would the heartless that formed look like based on the world you're in? Uh, based on the world I'm in? Um, Either your apartment or Texas. Uh, <laughs> I'd have a cowboy hat <laughs> and a big belt. And it would say yeehaw, but in like a weird little voice. Nobody's on the other hand. Those are like specific to the person. Yeah. Uh, well, hold on. What would your heartless? What would what would uh, uh, your apartment slash Atlanta, Georgia? Well, I feel like to fit into my house, a heartless would probably have to turn into like a, do- a toy or a doll. Right. <laughs> and Georgia, I don't know. Coke? <laughs> <laughs> a Pepsi, or a, not a, pe- a, pe- a peach drink and a Coke. <laughs> Just being a little, like, passive aggressive. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, for know, a- unless would it be weird for a heartless to tell you to, bl- to be all, oh, bless your heart. That that's it doesn't actually like attack you. It just like attacks your self esteem. <laughs> that's just the name of the heartless is bless your heart. Bless your heart. Oh, bless your heartless. And they've just got like their little hand on their chest, like oh, look at you, you're <laughs> pathetic. Uh, for a nobody, I feel like I would have something that looks kind of like a DJ, even though it is it would explicitly not be DJing, and it is in fact editing podcasts. But like <laughs> the aesthetics of a podcast editor, just like. A hunched over boy for me personally. Um, but Just like a put DJ sunglasses on that, and that's basically a DJ. Boom, perf. <laughs> what would my nobodies be? Someone in, like in a pajama shirt, then they're hoping no one has noticed and they haven't changed in like three days. Oh, that's just like holding a uh, Cintiq pen. <laughs> They'd be called artistes. <laughs> They're just, like, asleep in the corner, like, crouched over, like, a little tablet they carry. And then when you, <laughs> when you wake them up, it just drags the tablet over to you and, like, slowly tries to hit you with it. <laughs> they, like, do, like, slashes with the with the Cintiq pen. <laughs> also, yeah, mine would be wearing the same tank top for the fourth or fifth day in a row. Who knows? <laughs> no one's here to tell me how long I've been wearing this shirt. Uh, Next question is... Growing up a little bit from Gutslove at the real Gutslove. Um, I know it's like probably just like your internet handle, and we've talked to them uh, plenty of times. Um, but like in my heart, like I want that to be like your legal name on your birth certificate, because <laughs> like, I I just I always anytime I see someone with like their like a handle, I'm like I just really hope <laughs> like that's it. This is a couple. This is ooh, looks like four. Okay. Uh, Kim Smart, still going strong. Still love your podcast. Jake, it's a freaking blessing. You are the only person who thinks that. Thank you very much. <laughs> on to questions. Have your thoughts changed on Axel uh, with days? Uh, my answer is no, because I've already gone through days. Yeah, you, so. you came with this whole, with a fully formed opinion. <laughs> yeah, so like I know where my opinion on Axel changes and everyone just get comfortable because it's not going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> Dope. Yeah. But I also just don't like his personality. So, like, no matter what cool shit he brings to the table, it's st- still through a vessel I don't enjoy. So it's like, 
someone you that's you're really annoyed by keeps doing nice things for you and you're just like please just stop being nice yeah. to me because i don't like you <laughs> um i yeah i'm a little similar i think um my opinion is mostly based on like what i have seen you know from from here till you know the, the last pod last podcast gosh the last uh game until now so he's annoying but i do like him as like a big brother figure but like only really in that context and yeah. even then anytime he's like got it memorized i'm like you can just you can go <laughs> don't you have another castle to go be at instead of here saying yeah. that to me which is basically when i read all of his stuff in text i'm like this is a good plot line then it comes out of his mouth i'm like i don't like it suddenly i don't know what happened abort get out of here <laughs> next question is any favorite keyblades jake i'm really boring and i love the kingdom key because i like <laughs> keys i like skeleton keys i like uh i learned how to pick locks because i like how keys and locks work so like <laughs> I like this. I like the kingdom key. It's simple. It's pretty cool. The rest of them are less keys and more weapons that are a little bit shaped like a key sometimes. Yeah. Other than like the main one, Oblivion and Oathkeeper are both like dope as hell. Yeah, there's definitely a fair amount of keyblades that just are stuff. Yeah, the like specifically the um I remember really liking the Steamboat Willy key. I forget what that was called, but I remember liking that one. But like the all all the Atlantica keys are like Here's a pile of crustaceans. It's like, cool. That's <laughs> nice. It looks like a lot of stuff, but not necessarily a keyblade, which I'm here for. <laughs> Favorite summon, Shannon? I don't use any summons or like them. So I'll just say I think I used Simba the most in Kingdom Hearts 2 because he does damage. So sure. <laughs> Simba? Simba was in Kingdom Hearts 2, right? I'm pretty sure. Or was no, it was summon? Kingdom Hearts 1. Duh. Yeah, because he was like a guy. He yeah, because he has a character in Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah, he's having trouble fucking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just I never use summons, so I have no attachment to any of them. Right. Um, I've never played the games. My favorite summon is Bambi, because that's fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> Bambi is actually pretty cute, because it, like, hops around. Yeah, he just, like, hops around and, like, finds stuff for you, it I just, guess. It just, like, throws out, like, items and, like, MP bubbles. That's it, cute. That's yeah, adorable. Yeah, it's very quaint. <laughs> But I thought that they were all, like, attack fight summons. Like, I would not want the baby deer that famously has trouble standing up um, <laughs> on my side. Uh, and last one is, uh, Jake, who is your favorite among your Kingdom Hearts children? I don't want to pick favorites. Pick your favorites. Tell your other children you're disappointed <laughs> in them. I'm not disappointed in any of them. I'm a little disappointed in Riku right now. Um, but I'm not disappointed in any of them. Riku's grounded. Everyone else is okay. He's grounded. Everyone's cool. I think it's Sora. I think it's got to be Sora because he's a very good boy. And he's also like, I know this is like, the, again, another dumb thing to say about Kingdom Hearts. He's very pure of heart. Like he's very, <laughs> there's not a lot of like ulterior motives to Sora. It's just like, I'm going to do the thing. How do I do this thing? I'm going to hit it with my keyblade until it stops being bad. Or I'm going to, like, cry for my friends. And I'm into that. And also, he's a little dumb. And, like, yep. yeah, same. So, like, I like that. Uh, this isn't a spoiler, but Kingdom Hearts 3, a lot of my friends were like, did they make Sora really stupid? I'm like, no, Sora's always been stupid. I've Yeah, I haven't played the games. I can tell you for a fact Sora is a little bit stupid. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because, like, he's just being Sora, and all my friends are just like, I just don't like how they characterize Sora. He's really dumb. And me and David are in the corner like, we have bad news to tell you. He's <laughs> ha- been dumb the whole time. I hate to break it to you, <laughs> but if you play the other games, too? You should probably <clears throat> revisit Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't have any specific examples ready, but, like... Any chance he gets to just, like, do the thing he's thinking about right now and not, like, a plan, he does. Because, like, he doesn't need a plan. He's confident in himself. Yeah, he's very much, like, driven by his emotions in a good way, which yeah. I appreciate. Yeah. Uh, so thank you very much, Gus Love. All right. Uh, oh, we have a question from Lucas at LAC062. Uh, what is the event that you remember breaking you the most? I assume it's for you. Uh, well, let's. Uh, first of all, what what about you? Unless it's from after three fifty eight. It's from after. Okay, well, we'll <laughs> table it. Put a pin in that one. Put it on the wall. Uh, mine is the fucking secret ending of two. That is living rent free in my head, and it has been for months. <laughs> I'm so sorry to have done this to you. Like. You can attest. Sometimes I will just message you about the secret ending. I'm still sad that I lost the gif of the old man holding the baby and I just wrote secret ending on him and Jake <laughs> on the like flailing kid. Because uh, that's it. It's that one. Because the, the problem with it is I don't know enough about Kingdom Hearts because you're not supposed to know by that point, like, you don't know everything that's past that point, right? That's how time works. Yeah. So it, it's meant to be kind of frustrating because you don't know what's happening. So, but I, but like, I know that there is more ahead and I know that like all this stuff gets mostly answered or most of it gets all the way answered, whichever you feel like. But like, every time I try to think about it, I end up melting <laughs> because it's just <laughs> so confusing. I'm getting a little sweaty now thinking about it. I'm sorry. Because why is Sora... Why is... It's Roxas. But Roxas doesn't exist until after Sora gets turned into a heartless. It doesn't make any sense. You gonna be all right? Yeah, calm down. Next one is from Zach at it me Zach G. Um, if you could rewrite an ending to a game, what would it be? And I double checked that does mean a Kingdom Hearts game. Okay, I was gonna say I'm assuming that means Kingdom Hearts. Um, I don't know. I'm actually like, I'm pretty happy with the endings of all the games that we've gotten so far. Yeah, same. Um, I really like the Kingdom Hearts two ending. Uh, I know we talked about it a lot. Like a lot of people were like. Um, I guess like upset that like Roxas kind of gets a happy ending, um, yeah. because it like didn't make sense for him. And I'm like, but that's kind of the point. Like yeah. it does. Um, and like s- spoilers, like the idea of him and Nominate also being soulmates because they came from two people's hearts at the same time. Like that's untouchable. Like like that you cannot convince me that is a bad idea. Yeah, and also now that we're in 358 over 2 days and we've already heard the conversation of uh well, from Axel with the whole like you know, it's okay if we're ever apart cuz like as long as we remember each other. That's what matters. Yeah. So yeah, like that's it great. Ki- that, that kind of goes really well with Roxas cuz like 
Miyaname were not actually together, but as long as Sora and Kairi are together, we're together. So yeah, that's fine. Because they're like, you know, part parts of the whole. And I really like that. I don't remember the chain of memories ending. I remember Riku's ending. Uh, oh, no, I do. Duh, duh. It's when Sora got in the bubble. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. That's fine. Yeah. And I think the Kingdom Hearts 1, to me, is one of the more solid, like, solid whole games like there's a lot of games where they're just like they're very clearly like going forward to the next one but kingdom hearts one is very like this story is done yeah it can it's... go on but the story we were telling is done yeah um and I, I really like that i appreciate when something uh can call it shot and be like hey you're gonna have to wait for the next time i really appreciate that but uh i'm a fan of buffy and if you've watched um buffy the vampire slayer Every single season, except for four and six, ends with them ending the show in case they never come back. Four, they knew they already got picked up, and six, they got picked up for two years when they got brought back to UPN. So that one is like kind of a, that's actually a pretty satisfying end to a not great season, in my opinion. And a lot, I know it's not a, it's not a unique opinion, it's just not the best season, but that one they're like looking forward, but not specifically to anything. There's not like a cliffhanger. They're just like, hey, it's gonna get better, and like it doesn't. It gets like quality wise, it does get better, but like personally for them, it gets bad. I really like when someone's like, just in case we don't do this again, here, that's it. You're good. Because like, what if what if Kingdom Hearts one didn't sell well? What if everyone looked at a Final Fantasy Disney mashup and went, nah. That's not for me. No thanks. Yeah, it's kind of like when you watch a bad movie and there's the really embarrassing like push for a sequel at the end. We're like, oh, don't. Oh, uh, my favorite one of those is a movie I haven't even seen, but I know it was the first attempt at the Dark Universe, and that is Dracula Untold. <laughs> Remember when they were like, we're doing the Dark Universe, and then yep. nobody watched Dracula Untold? They're like, just kidding. We're going to remake The Mummy with a real star, and then we're going to... No, oh, no one watched this one either? Ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> Because the end um, of that one, it ends with Charles Dance literally being like, the game is afoot, or something like that. And it's like, no, it's not. The game is dead. Or like uh, Avatar The Last Airbenders movie, where like they have Azula come in. We're like, oh, sweetie, no. Yeah, but no thanks. Um, and or, uh, um, Dragon Ball Z Evolution, or Dragon Ball Evolution. I watched that in the theater. I took my little brother to see that in the movie theater because he was really into Dragon Ball, and I like James Marsters, and I was like, let's do it. And That's, that's I, bad for both of you. I was like, this movie's pretty bad, but like in a very enjoyable way. It is very racist, <laughs> in, a, in in like a lot of weird. I don't want to say accidental, but definitely studio mandated racism in that uh, in that movie. Um, <laughs> but then Avatar: the Last Airbender, I was like, at the I saw that on opening night. It was like a week before I graduated college. It was the last like movie that me and my friends in a film school went to see. We dragged my friend Rob to it, uh, who he was like 10 years older than us, and we would just show it up, up at his house and be like, get in the car, we're going to the movies. And he would be like, I don't want to, like, we do not care, put your shoes on. <laughs> um, and after that movie, he's like, I'm never going to another movie with you guys again. <laughs> and we graduated like three days later. So like, <laughs> good joke, Rob. Um, but we saw it. We were so excited. We saw it. We're like, that movie was maybe the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. And at the end, they're like, Azula. And I was like, please don't ruin Toph. We don't need another one. That movie made so much money, and that movie made like twice its budget and didn't get a sequel. If that tells you what the um yep. the critical backlash of it is, but yeah, I guess the TLDR. I'm fine with all the endings. I like that. I, I like, like that one ended clean. That 
chain or chain of memories was a setup for two, but like in a nice, still feeling kind of final way. Yeah, it it did a um the the Sora ending did a really nice thing where it set up the next movie or like bridged the two movie the games um without doing like a let's do a whole story and get back to where we were at the beginning um which is yeah. like everything's like go to like we need to end where we did in case you don't play this game but no more was like nah fuck that you better play this game <laughs> and i will say that like without context of how it ends this game does end going very neatly into kingdom hearts 2 but i'm sure that's been obvious from day one right i would imagine yeah that it, it, it is the prequel yeah <laughs> so. it's one of those you already know the store the start of this story so now you get to see where it goes or the end of the story you get to see where it starts yeah but it does probably... it does clean it does end very cleanly into kingdom hearts 2 nice i feel like that was probably like really nice for everybody working on it like we know we have to get to this point so like you can't do any weird shit. <laughs> Next is from Mallory at Malroy191. Uh, which of your theories or headcanons do you most wish was true? This is for this is for me, I'm assuming. But Probably. Do you, but do you have an answer for None the first? None I can talk about. Okay, cool. Never mind. Um, <laughs> mine is that I wish Riku was the Keyblade. I, I don't I can't look up anything Kingdom Hearts. I just can't like this you know, rules. So like whenever I <laughs> sometimes I will look for a GIF. I have to be very specific and like put on horse blinders. Like I found a Demix GIF and it was literally like Demix Hades uh Kingdom Hearts two. Like <laughs> like please don't show me anything else about him. <laughs> so I can't look up if anyone's had the theory that maybe Riku was the Keyblade like back in like the early two thousands. But I think that's maybe the dumbest and best possibility that that anyone's <laughs> come up with for this game yeah i'm not usually that big on like theories so like even going to kingdom hearts 3 like i had ideas of what i thought could happen but i wasn't like attached to any of them because it's yeah. kingdom hearts at this point i was very ready for everything to just go off the rails or do whatever i wanted yeah uh 36 games in you should be <laughs> you should probably be ready for yeah so it's one of those like everything's written very lightly in pencil where i was like i'm not attached to any of these ideas but here's right. stuff i hope nice did any of them happen anything you... uh some of them did yeah nice some uh, of them were like i could tell they were there on the surface but in kingdom hearts fashion they're like we're not gonna talk about it though and then like walked away from it i'm like you said it's the last one <laughs> of the story. You said it's the last of the Dark Seeker. What else are you going to fucking talk about it? <laughs> we need to, when we finish this, when we finish, when we get through K Kingdom Hearts 3 and we're done with the Dark Seeker saga, we need to go to Japan and bang on Nomura's door with, preferably with a translator <laughs> and be like, what are the rest of these things? Hopefully, I'm sure by then Kingdom Hearts whatever the next numbers they choose to go with will be out it's either going to be called kingdom's heart or kingdom heart <laughs> like everyone keeps saying they're like yeah for kingdom hearts 4 i'm like it wouldn't be that simple you know it would not be that simple i mean the only way it would be that simple is if tetsuya p sony i used nomura's name but we don't know they're not the same guy whoever runs sony is like just call it four <laughs> he's got like a gun held to his head and he's, <laughs> he's still just like but what if instead what if? hear me out it's the quadratic equation 
right. Uh, our next question from uh, Johan from uh, at Jaegermist. Uh, what is the best slash worst part of doing this podcast for each of you? Every part is pretty good on this one. Yeah. I would say if there has to be a worst part, it's the editing because that's the worst part of any podcast. <laughs> the best part is doing the show. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, I guess the easy answer for both would just be like the people because it's just it's interacting with any fandom like I've met some really great people, but then there are still like the rude people that yell at you a lot sometimes. Sure. <laughs> but like. That's no one's fault. That's just, or except for like those specific peoples. So like, right. I, don't, I don't blame that on the podcast. There's just some people out there really ready to fight. Yeah, I I don't get a lot of that because <laughs> it's never. It's usually not directed at me because they they at least obey the rules. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I know you've had to deal with some of that shit, and it's <laughs> you know that's probably not great. But it's just one of those like, oh, I'm gonna do a podcast about video games on the internet. And I'm going to be a girl. And you're a great. woman while doing it? <laughs> the hubris, Shannon. <laughs> Meanwhile, this fucking dumbass, I can say literally anything I want. People are like, aw. <laughs> yeah, I remember when um I talked about uh, boy bands for like two seconds and we got that whole tweet that was just like, uh, if you're going to go off topic, please like pause everything. And then like <laughs> you mentioned My Hero and everyone's like, Jake should start a podcast about My Hero. And I'm like... <laughs> It's a little weird that, like, I didn't get any of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wonder what that's about. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> the best the best part of the show for you, though? Still the people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, for every one person like that, there's ten of you that are great. Yeah. Um, I would change my answer. I'm going to change my answer for worse. The worst part is that I can't interact to the extent that I normally would be able to. <laughs> Because, like, a, there is literally a firewall around a lot of the stuff we're talking about that I'm just not allowed to talk about. Yeah, but this like, is, like, the one podcast where you get to do the least. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, <laughs> Outside of all the editing. Yeah, that's, I mean, I do that in an afternoon, so I'm pretty good at editing. I don't want to brag. I might be the actual best in the world at it. It's hard to tell. I will say, like, as much as, like, 358 over 2 is the worst game to do the notes for so far, it's also the easiest because there's so much of nothing happening that I can just put it on and, like, draw. And then, like, once I hear people talking, then I start writing notes. Yeah, especially coming after 2 where it's like, all right, I you have to watch a 45-minute cutscene and figure out how to tell me about it. Yeah, and that's why, like, for a while, though, I was just, like, writing out pure dialogue. And then, like, this game, I'm like, I fucking paraphrase anything. I don't care. I'm tired. <laughs> Here's an item. Fuck it. <laughs> nice uh next question is from boy i can't pronounce either of these uh shiazora at soroa i'm probably way wrong on both of those <laughs> they say just one of but we're actually just gonna do all three. First, has jake listened to the character themes at all no uh i i have the first soundtrack you sent me the first soundtrack yeah and I listened to whichever songs you were like, maybe this will work for a theme. Maybe this will work. And we went through like a half a dozen of them before we landed on um, the gummy ship. Cause it has the, the secret to a good, Hey, this is another podcasting pro tip. The secret to a good theme song is it's true for professional wrestling. It's true for podcasting a little bit of a lead in like three to four seconds of something that is not the song. That is just a little bit of a lead in. And then the song kicks in. It works every time. It's the cheapest trick in the book. And Gummy Ship has that the best uh, for me. I've been thinking about like maybe um, like putting up a milestone 
for later down the road where it's like we'll listen to it and talk about the music of it but um other than that i have not listened to a lot of the songs yet because i'm busy that's fair so and assassin's creed odyssey is not going to play itself (laughs) i mean it could is there an ai mode there is not i have it on easy um because i like to have fun playing video games and i just beat the three major uh quest lines i've beaten all three of them so now i'm just doing some cleanup um and then i'm gonna get the dlc and then fall into that because i put 156 hours into this game nice i've gotten very addicted to having mortal Kombat just play itself and it's really nice if you're into that that sounds like the best thing like, like i it's can just one do of those, things like, yeah i want to get a break from like drawing and I kind of want to play Mortal Kombat, but I still got shit to do. So, like, I'll just let Shang Tsung go get his own items and his own new outfits. I'm going to vacuum real quick, <laughs> and then I'll come in and take over. Uh, I remember one time, like, like the first time you did this, you just, like, did your nails. It's yeah. like, that's, like, a cool, just, like, a cool chill time. Yeah, I, I like, cleaned and primed my, uh, I got a new Power Rangers board game, and I cleaned and primed all the minis so I could paint them. And I just sat there and watched them, like, beat it up. And I was just like, oh, I wonder what move that was. I'll have to figure out what that was. That looks useful. <laughs> oh, that's how you use that move. Okay, I got it. <laughs> uh, Josh was telling me about that, because um, you two are both deep in the Mortal Kombat paint. Um, and so he was telling me about that and I was like, for, for one second, I was like, is that even fun? But then I know for a fact, I know Josh doesn't listen to the show so I can shit talk him all I want (laughs) is that he will also play wrestling games where he will just put the wrestlers in the match and then simulate it and then watch that. So I know that's like what he's into. So when he was like, yeah, it has an AI mode. I was like, that is built for you, buddy. But it has other applications. Yeah, the Towers of Time are just really, really hard, but there's a lot of rare stuff in there. And it's just one of those, like, and you can't adjust the levels. So if I reach something that I just can't do, I'm just like, well, put on your best outfit and go fight by yourself. (laughs) Put on on your good skirt pants, Shang Tsung, and get going. (laughs) Get that deep V and go in there, baby. You got it. (laughs) You got it. Here's my secret. Uppercuts. Just a million of them. Uh, next question is, if you could introduce a gameplay mechanic that had to be lore-significant, what would it be? Uh, I don't know. Every time they do a lore-specific tactic, I kind of don't like it. <laughs> the only one I know about is in Dream Drop Distance, that's also, that's the name, that's the name of the game, but also, like, a mechanic, right? Yeah, and I'm not the biggest, like, it's a cool idea, because, like, basically, like, without any context for it to be spoilers, you go between Sora and Riku, and they're both sleeping, and you're dropping between who you play as, so you'll be playing as Sora, then he'll go back to sleep, and you'll drop to Riku. But sometimes they'll do it in the middle of the boss fight. That sounds and then bad. And then you get to redo that boss fight. It's really cool. That sounds not fun. And everyone's like, oh, just keep track of this item. I'm like, I'm running around playing a game. (laughs) I don't have a secretary to do that. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, If I had to introduce a lore-specific mechanic, I wouldn't, because that sounds like a lot of pressure. (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't know, like, keep the gameplay fun, but I don't know, every time they try, again, uh, chain of memories, lore-specific mechanic, and I hated it. So I just don't think they're for me. Yeah. Unless it's like, they get like wild with Keyblades later, and like that's really cool, and like quote-unquote lore-specific, but it's more lore-specific to an item than like the story. Okay. I remember saying something about that um, when we started this game, but 
fuck me if I can remember what it was. <laughs> I don't. Re- I just don't remember. I was like, oh, that's a cool thing that they turned from a like gameplay thing into a like a mechanic. Maybe it was when we were doing Kingdom Hearts two. I don't know. I don't remember what it was. I remember saying it, but not the context or the subject. <laughs> Uh, and finally, how confident are you about putting things together now and how prepared do you feel with continuing? I'm assuming that's for both of us. Because it could mean anything. Yeah. Uh, I guess pretty confident. I think I've gotten better with my note taking. I oddly like looking back at my Kingdom Hearts 1 notes, they were like really loose. And then like I got it like a little bit tighter once I realized that like sometimes vaguely going over things just gets me in trouble. Right. <laughs> but then, like, the more that I'm not, the more that, like, I take longer on things, I also kind of get in trouble. So I'm trying to still try to find the middle ground where people will be like, you keep forgetting stuff or you're taking too long. So it's like this weird, like, minefield to navigate where it's just like, what level of detail will make everyone happy? <laughs> uh, well, if I can offer up a suggestion, the you're taking too long people, just don't even worry about them because we never said we were doing this at a good clip. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of in the, like the core concept. Yeah, uh, I I don't know. Like we have thirty minutes. Yeah, I also just I don't want to get bored doing it, and I know if I sat there and took details of everything, because like yeah, you know, when people are talking to you a game, you're not gonna be like, oh, what item did I get? I'm like, I'll worry about it later. Leave me alone. Yeah, and and like again, the core concept is like you are explaining it to me, and like I am not worried about what Sora's inventory looks like pretty much ever. So like. That you don't need to worry about, and so, you know, it, yeah. it's it's a lot of you figuring out, like, how best to tell the story to me specifically, and then, like, hopefully a lot of other people will enjoy it. Yeah, so, like, I've definitely gotten better at trying to, like, skirt that line and trying to find, like, a happy medium where it's not, like, so detail-ridden that, like, I'm exhausted reading it, and then even by the time I go back to read it, it's so, like, tiredly written, I'm like... I have everything written down, like, word for word, but I can't read it. <laughs> Let me just send you a screenshot. <laughs> for me, uh, as far as putting things together, I would say I'm the same amount of confident that I was during episode one, but just differently. Because, like, every time you learn something new about Kingdom Hearts, the next day you're going to learn something new that doesn't make any sense with that other new information. So... <laughs> um but like playing dumb is kind of my specialty so like i'm really good at being like i'm just gonna put that out of my mind and not worry about that (laughs) how do you feel going forward that is it terrifying to think of what else exists in this world i mean honestly it is it is a a horrible combo platter of very excited and very nervous (laughs) because for every hey here's a cool new daughter there's a she wasn't in the game that comes after this one chronologically. <laughs> Just hold on to those both very nervously. It's fine. It's it. That's all I have. And then they're like, here's a secret ending. And I'm like, cool. I know just enough to turn into a pile of snot on the ground when I think about this. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> all right. Uh, our next one is from Baker Dia at Baker Dia. Have you ever gone back to listen to the earlier episodes and see how far you have come? How much do you think you have changed since then in regards to Kingdom Hearts? I don't listen to anything I did before. <laughs> I usually listen to them just to do the uh, visual diaries and then never listen to them again. I, I listen to them when I edit and then I really I don't like um, 
I don't like going back and listening because it started with the Morphin Grid, which is my Power Rangers podcast, where um, I I edit it. So I listen to it for like, you know, three to five hours for any given show. But like you edit it and you go through it and I'm really persnickety with editing. So like a lot of things are pretty tight. Like in the last episode, I cut together some words that you were saying, Shannon, because like I uh, I was my emotions were running high. So I kept cutting you off. And so you would start something and then say it again. So I would just like split those together in some places to be like hey jake you don't look like so much of an asshole now <laughs> so i'm really persnickety with editing so i've listened to it a lot so if i go back i'm gonna hear either how um i i missed some noise canceling and there's like a little hiss that only i can hear or like where i could have tightened some stuff up and i so it'll just drive me crazy so i don't listen to old stuff yeah i'm i'm famously hard on myself so i try to like not go back and listen to myself because like i already know how nervous i sounded and probably how much like stuff i forgot that i'll listen to now and be like you know that why did you stumble over that because yeah, I, a lot of people uh, like miss that this is basically just public speaking and i've failed every single public speaking class i've ever taken it's very hard same I was terrible in all my public speaking classes. The only reason I'm so good with this is because I firmly believe that no one will ever listen to anything I do. And then I know I know they are, clearly. But I'm just like, this is just me talking to Shannon, and no one's ever going to hear this. So what's it matter? Yeah, I think the more that like I've gotten to the thing where it's just like, you know, it's more about talking. But then they're still in the back of my head that's like, but people will listen to this. And that's where like you can tell we're like, my brain is trying to connect things in a way that sounds better, but then it's I say tug of war. But then I say like five times in a row because I'm panicking, <laughs> and then it just comes out kind of weird. And I know that I have a very weak voice, so when I'm nervous, it shakes, and I can hear it so much that sometimes when I go back, I'm like, I can, I know exactly what mood I was in. Yeah, and my voice is so shaky, and I hate it. <laughs> uh, my my other my like for real my serious trick is um I'm only talking to one person at a time other than you so like I'm talking to you right now and one person is listening right now because yeah. nobody listens together like I mean people some people do sure but like there's no like listening parties like you're, someone's listening to this in their car or on their phone on like you know while they're at work or something so it's like a really personal thing and yeah. I can talk to one other person that's easy <laughs> so like that's that is also my trick is just like. It's a personal thing. You're just, you know, you got. I need to entertain one other person besides you. Because if you're bored, then like, the show's gonna get boring. You know, because like if <laughs> yeah. I'm bored, it's gonna be boring. So, you know, yeah. Which is usually why tangents happen because every once in a while we just need a break. Yeah. How much do we think we've changed since um, starting? I think we're both a lot better at this. It's a uh, pretty unique podcast idea. Outside of that one other podcast that did the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, and even they don't do it the same way. Yeah. Like so, because like talking, like talking, people talk about video games, right? There's a million video game podcasts, but like Josh and I do Pokemon World Tour, where we go through every town in Pokemon. No one does that. We do yeah. an audio let's play. That's fucking weird. That's what this is. Like, it's a really weird way to talk about video games. Yeah, you know, a visual medium. <laughs> a a mostly visual medium, and <laughs> I haven't played them. <laughs> so like, I think we're both a lot better at like knowing how to make the show work yeah i stopped trying to describe bosses which i realized was the nightmare was it i don't even remember <laughs> i just every time i'd be like 
He's like, I was like, it looks really cool. I like trying to describe. It's like when like you see a cool scene in a movie, you try to explain to someone like, right. and, like he punched like this, and he was like, and the other guy was like, and you just sound like an asshole. Uh, I remember when Meet the Robinsons came out, they did the big head and little arms um, in the in the commercial, and yeah. it made me laugh so much. And I tried telling my mom that for like forty minutes, but I couldn't stop laughing. And I was and like looking back at that now, I'm like, my mom has the patience of a saint for just putting up with that. <laughs> Uh, next question is from Peter at Super Sugar Volt. Uh, when KH1 first came out, I assumed that you, uh, that when you visited World, you'd be bringing the allies you meet there with you when you leave. Um, this has actually been the case. What would your party look like by the end of KH1 and KH2? Uh, I definitely have Aladdin in both games. I don't know. Because my gut instinct is like, Ariel would be cool, but then I'd be a monster to take her out of the water. <laughs> She's in like a floating sphere of or water. Or that she just got to turn into a person and then I'd just oh. be a really nice guy. There you go. That's <laughs> that, That's her best friend, Sora. Yeah. I'll get you your legs and then take you away from Prince Eric. Yeah. But Who... you'll get to hang out with Aladdin, so it's fine. Exactly. Hey, look, look. that would be a pretty cute couple. <laughs> uh, Eric's not a bad dude, but yeah. like. He's got dimples. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it takes. He's got dimples and plays the flute. Sure, that's, that counts. Yeah, what a good guy. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think, uh, like, I'm trying to remember all the places we went. I would have Tarzan because I fucking love that movie. That's a very good movie. It, that's Glenn Keane, right? That was yeah. That was like his last big one. Uh, I believe so, yeah. Uh, for Disney anyway. I know he was just all over that movie more than he was in other ones. Um, it just like like the the surfing down the trees and stuff like that is like just some absolutely amazing visuals. Um, so I'd have that also the soundtrack is bulletproof. So I'd have Tarzan and then maybe I would also have, and he did do some work on Tangled. I forgot about that. He did draw overs for the 3d animation. And that's why that animation looks so good. Cause oh, they actually that makes used, sense. Yeah. They, they used a lot of like 2d imagery for setting up scenes. Oh, nice. Hey, Glen Keane. I know you're probably retired and you very much earned it, but if you're listening, good job. Yeah. <laughs> and when we make Sequinox, we're absolutely going to call you for at least one episode. <laughs> just to say hi. Just to say hi. Just see what's up. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd have Tarzan and then maybe Mulan. Mulan would be pretty cool to have, especially if it was Mulan and not Ping. Yeah, because like, I know she had like the, the, the red dragon like limit break yeah. move. That, that's pretty cool. Uh, Beast would be cool. Oh, yeah. Definitely. He's so mad. <laughs> I'd probably change it up a lot, so it probably wouldn't look the same the whole game. Unless I was a kid, then i just pick my two favorites and never change ever. I just, you pick Blastoise, and then he's level 96. By the time you get to the Elite Four, you can beat fire type. You can beat grass types with Hydro Pump. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, our next question is from Anders at Anders Likes Chicken. Uh, make Jake rank his children. I don't even, I don't know where I would start. I said Sora's my favorite, and that makes me feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> Put them in a number order. Okay, all right. <laughs> Should I go from the bottom? How many even are there at this point? Because there's, there's Kyrie and Sora and Riku and Roxas and Naminé and Shion. That's it, right? Uh, that sounds about right. I feel like that's it. Two girls and a bunch of boys? Or three girls? But they're all the same girl. <laughs> Here's the <laughs> trick, is that they're all the same. 
It's like that face app thing where you try to like mush people to see what their kids look like, and it's just the same three faces overlap to be a new person. You're just like, yeah. wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, Sora's just on his phone like, what? Wait a minute. The, the hair is blurry, but that's about it. Uh, Okay, so number six is Riku, because I'm mad at him right now, because uh, <laughs> he's grounded. Uh, Then, who, woof. Then Naminé... And then, I don't know. It's really hard ranking Shion because I'm very nervous about her. So that, like, immediately puts her higher. But also, like, <laughs> I've only known her for, like, ten episodes. So, okay. Bottom to top. Riku, Naminé, Shion, Roxas, Kairi, Sora. Don't tell them that. So you have a least favorite. I don't have a least favorite. Uh-huh. I just have one who is grounded right now for being mean to Shion. <laughs> Ask me again when we finish this game, and then ask me again every single time we do a new game, because it might change. Who knows? It's the Suyu. It's not that I don't like you. It's just it, that I just like last. everyone else better. Someone has to be last yeah. <laughs> is the problem. Uh, you're still great. I still think you could murder me with a knife from 500 yards away. <laughs> but I also, you're number nine. of nine. It's fine. Look, it's fine if some people just look like a Junji Ito drawing. It's charming. <laughs> oh my god, she does. <laughs> very pretty, but also kind of scary. But unnerving in, in a very spooky way. All right, thank you for that, Anders. Uh, next is from Lewis at Boss LCA. Uh, got a couple. Uh, first, for me, which is scarier, a trust fall or the unknown revelation in the, in the Kingdom Hearts story? The next unknown revelation in the Kingdom Hearts story. That one. I do trust falls with my little brother all the time. <laughs> I'm I'm weirdly trusting with trust falls because the worst thing that happens is I fall on the ground. But but what could happen next? Who knows? You can recover from falling on the ground, but hurt feelings? Those are forever. Those are forever. <laughs> and those cut to the bone. Uh, next, for both of us, which character design slash costume that we've seen do you like the most? Uh, Kingdom Hearts 1 Sora. It's my favorite Kingdom Hearts design. I also think the Kingdom Hearts, not not just Sora, but like all three of the main three, yeah. um, those designs are so, I know they're like m much more simple than the rest. And that's, that's why I like them. There's something to be said for that. <laughs> but like I, I bought the stickers that you, ShannonManerArt.StoryEnvy.com, uh, the stickers that you made of those three, they're on my computer. They look great. They're simple and clean, but um, bump. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just I don't like when Nomura gets too into like his over design phase, but luckily like getting into Kingdom when we get into Kingdom Hearts three, he gets over it. Nice. I'm very proud of him. I also really like uh Cloud's Kingdom Hearts one design because it looks like he killed an eight Vincent. Yeah. And I wanna know why. Because <laughs> no one would miss him. And this uh, is spoken from someone who Vincent is her favorite, and I can't tell you why. Because <laughs> uh, he's a sexy vampire man. That's that's it. He's got he's got dimples, and he plays the flute. <laughs> <laughs> you're a real real cheap date, I guess. Um, <laughs> as long as you you're an accomplished flautist and have dimples. Uh, and next for Shannon, uh, which Jake breakdown or Jake down is your favorite? Uh. The, uh, the secret ending. <laughs> it's hard to top, really. Yeah, it was one of those, because, like, 
when I described Xion, I made sure to not say that she looks like Ki- looks like Kyrie because I thought it would be more fun for you to look at her than come mm-hmm. back going, "Hey, excuse me, what? What? Why she had the same face?" But at the same time, like describing those two characters would be a lot easier if I said Roxas and Loki Xehanort. Yeah. What? Because <laughs> because <sighs> I'm gonna I I feel like a. I feel like the Hindenburg, <laughs> but like when it, not when it blows up, but like when it's like going, like this is going to be great, but like, you know, yeah, this is a death trap. It's the, <laughs> it's a big balloon full of explosive air. <laughs> I don't know why big boy is Xehanort. Um, I don't know why baby is Roxas. Lady armor, it, that lady armor might be the weirdest one because she's new. She's just a person. She's just like a new person who's dope from the secret ending that I've seen. But like, why? What with these other two? What and like, why not her? That I haven't seen her yet. Why isn't she also Kyrie? That like that's what I thought. I was like, oh, like is she going to be Kyrie when you explained it? And then I watched it. and I was like, that's not her. And then just a grown woman with a tiny Kyrie face. <laughs> just like just like you know, scale Kyrie's face up a little bit and give her blue hair. Because her hair is three different colors now. <laughs> the good news is Lewis has another question. Is uh, knowing what, uh, for both of us, knowing what you each know, uh, which two characters relationship is your favorite? I don't know if, th- I don't know if I can act, I, like I can like accurately rank these. Because I think there's three that are like equally as good. And that's Riku and Sora, Riku and Kyrie, Roxas and Naminé. That's a level playing field. You as mean, far as do you mean Sora and Kyrie? You said Riku and Kyrie. I meant Sora and Kyrie. I don't give a shit about Riku and Kyrie. I don't like they know each other, but I don't know if they're even very good friends. I feel like they're good friends, but I feel like when Sora leaves the room, there's like, that moment of quiet where they just kind of like sit there, like, hmm. "What we oh, have in Smash common Brothers? is our friend." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but like, but like Sora and and Riku is like really nice, like brotherly, like affection, and it, like. It's they're both each other's big brother in weird ways, like, yeah. uh, because they both like want what's best for the other one when they're being an idiot, which is like exactly how brothers are. And then like Sora and Kyrie is just like very cute, like it's a very sweet, like kind of pure love story. And then Roxas and Nominate is that same one, but with like I don't know, like the vastness of the heart between them, you know. Yeah. Uh, Roxas and Nominate very much have the like. We're both trying to figure a bunch of shit out, and we at least have each other. Yeah, like, we both didn't ask for being, but we are, and, like, we, but we, the only other person who gets that is you, uh, so I, I really like that. What about you? Uh, I guess my favorite might be, I really like Sora and Kairi, but I, I guess I like the whole Destiny trio, because I also really like Sora and Riku's friendship for, like, all the same reasons. And I guess to a point, I do also like that weird, like, awkward kind of friendship with, like, Riku and Kyrie, where they're like, they both clearly still care about each other. But, yeah. like, they both, like, they come together because of Sora, and they're like, right. they're kind of okay with that. Like, they don't want anything else out of the other. They're just like, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, like, they're, they're, like, they're totally fine. They're totally cool with each other. Yeah, it's just like they're like, we don't have a lot to talk about when we hang out, but if my car breaks down and I call you, you will come pick me up. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. 
Uh, next is from Alan Sells. I say his last name because we're friends. He's on <laughs> he's on several of our other podcasts. First up is what do you think at this point is Kingdom Hearts? I think that's probably for me. Man, I don't know. <laughs> I know it's a big moon made out of ghosts. <laughs> but it might also be a JPEG on <laughs> Ansem's fucking computer. Yeah, that's also DLC. <laughs> uh, so it's that. I I mean, the like the idea of it being like where hearts go. It's like, I think it's heaven. I just think it's like Nomura's version of heaven. Because like that's the thing that makes the most sense. But also, it might be... Like, the real world, like, where we're playing Kingdom Hearts. That might be Kingdom Hearts. Who knows? For me, uh, what has been your favorite aha moment? Oh, boy. I don't even remember all of them. <laughs> I don't know. I'm totally blanking. Except for on, like, hey, uh, Shion has Kyrie's face. Because we just <laughs> talked about that a minute ago. I know there have been a couple where I was like, oh, I think I figured this out. And I did. And I was like, yeah, I got it. But then, like, you know. Three layers deeper than that. I don't got it anymore. Uh, and for you, Shannon, uh, what's something new that you learned uh, going back through Kingdom Hearts that was unexpected? Oh, uh, mostly just a lot of the like characters are like nice to do a once over on, like all the like chain of memory stuff and looking back at like Kingdom Hearts two stuff, and it's just be like, and stuff I can't talk about has been a lot of right. just like squi- like narrowing my eyes, and some people are like. You've been up to this shit this whole time, haven't you? <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember. I definitely a part in, in Chain of Memories. Uh, you told me like after we were done, you like ran downstairs and told David, and we're like, that means this thing is this. Yeah, that definitely has to do with a lot of like Union Cross stuff, where like just going back through Chain of Memories and having to be fresh again with like a lot of like, oh shit, all of his <laughs> motivations line up. Nice. Uh, and then lastly, how are you guys so amazing? I keep good company. <laughs> Carefully. <laughs> uh, we also have a question from Cassidy at the uh, at Mad Lobotanist. Uh, here's a question for the Q&A episode. How do y'all feel about the early design of Sora where he was a lion boy? What about the original idea of the chainsaw sword instead of the keyblade? And then she attached a little picture of the lion boy Sora. Yeah, I'm looking at this. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't love it. Um, we just talked about how much we like Kingdom Hearts 1 Sora, because he's very simple. <laughs> yeah. And that's not this. I don't know, I don't know why a lion boy. Yeah. Um, uh, but there's also a lot more design elements going on. Like, he's got suspenders keeping his, the bottom of his pants up. <laughs> you gotta show that ankle. But he's not. He's yeah. showing one quarter inch of his mid calf <laughs> what is that bud yeah and he's got the socks real high that i can't blame him for i only wear crew socks i usually have them pushed down but like if you if you like lift my pant legs up early in the morning like you're just gonna see my crew socks all the way up <laughs> uh not just in case anyone had any illusions that i was in any way cool <laughs> his hair looks exactly like an anime yeah like it's basically like half Sora's, but like he went into the barber not knowing what hair he wanted, and right. like only got half of it. It was just like, oh, I guess I'll have to wait for this to grow out. It's like he saw a cloud while he was getting a haircut, and he was like that. And they were like, well, I've already shaved the back of your head, so there's only so much I can do. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely a lot more like uh, there's a game called The Bouncer, 
that uh, the main character kind of looks like a grown-up Sora, but this character looks more like the bouncer character than Sora does. Is that also a Nomura joint? Yeah, and the designs are fucking wild. Look at the bouncer if oh, you get a chance. Oh, uh, that's the uh, fucking Kelly Trunchbull's always going on yeah. about that, right? Yeah, the dude with yeah. Like, the horns and the tattoos. Yeah. Yeah, and there's also there's someone that like turns into a cat. Sure. That, that game's bananas. Look into it. Okay. Um, but yeah, but like this is like a really weird and I don't know why a lion boy, unless he came from a world of half of like like ninety percent human ear and tail percent animals. <laughs> yeah, I think I definitely like the route they went where he's just kind of like in like he's Disney bounding Mickey Mouse. Yeah, I really like that. Once you told me that, I was like, oh shit, that makes so much sense. Yeah, because he's got the white, the red, and the yellow. Yeah, the big-ass shoes that yep. are just like Mickey Mouse shoes. Yeah, yeah, he's got big white gloves. Yeah, that's dope. Good call, Nomura, on changing that. Yeah. As for Chainsaw Sword, that is dope as hell, but not as cool as a key. Yeah. I feel like a ch- uh, like a chain or a Chainsaw Sword it would be very much just be like actively aggressive, and I think a keyblade is so like not a weapon but turned into a weapon that i kind of like it a little bit better it's not even like it's like defensive and it's like fighting with the defense it's utility it's like it opens your door and your car like that's it like i like that but he turned that into like a whole motif through the world chainsaw sword would be dope though but it'd be weird because he would like go to like attack somebody and it would cut them up like with the chainsaw yeah and i'd be like you're a boy (laughs) Yeah, like, we already joke that Sora is murdering people, but he's not dismembering anyone. He's, he's not chainsaw murdering people. Yeah. Uh, next is from Tanner at Sparky Upstart. Uh, people like to ask y'all what Disney stuff you'd like to see added to the series. I'll go the opposite. What Disney franchise do you want, uh, do you wish you could remove entirely from the games? Wonderland. Really? I hate that world. I was talking uh, with Josh about it on a recent podcast, and he was talking about how he hated Wonderland. And I was like, "Yeah, according according to Shannon, it's the easiest place to get turned around, and it take and it and it makes it seem like you have more to do when you don't." Yeah, I know a lot of people that gave up on Kingdom Hearts one because of Wonderland. I think it's a really poor world. Like, it's a cool idea, but I feel like that world should have been added later in the games when like they had more technology to do more interesting stuff. Yeah, like it's just it's kind of frustrating. It's like the first place you go, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's bad call. Um, or uh, we haven't gotten there yet, but when Tron Legacy comes in, I hate that world. Okay, cool. It's, it's just, it's really dark and you can't see anything. Nice. <laughs> and it, I got, it's the same problem as Alice in Wonderland where like everything looked the same and I kept getting lost and like being in a right. corner and be like, I don't know how I got here. The, tr- uh, like... the neutrons kind of like take that but like pull the darkness slider down and you're just in the corner like can i get a neon light over here please (laughs) it's just blue and dark (laughs) i think i would probably get rid of this is a big asterisk i would get rid of pirates of the caribbean but i would put pirates of the caribbean back in but it looked like a cartoon Because uh, having only experienced it through visual diaries, it looks fucking weird when he's standing next to a real proportioned human man. That's another bad thing about Tron Legacy. Actual Jeff Bridges shows up. I'm like, hey, no thanks. Hey, the dude? No thank you. (laughs) You should be a computer boy. Yeah, like he just shows up. I'm like, ooh, I want to go home. (laughs) Yikes. Uh, All right. We also got from... uh... Asimov's fangirl at Asimov's fangirl. 
Uh, congratulations. If you could create slash bring a reality to a spinoff game of Kingdom Hearts, what will it be about? Uh, game type, story, etc. Who would be the main characters? That Harvest Moon game we were talking about with Kyrie. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think about because uh, I was um, I've listened to a podcast where they uh, do kind of this, but for Zelda, but they're both playing um, and they're going over Skyward Sword and Skyward Sword is the only Zelda game in the franchise that I can think of that like there's a cooler story going on that you don't get to play um, like all the stuff going on with Zelda is much cooler than what's going on with Link. And I was, so I was trying to think when I saw this earlier, I was like, what is that? But for Kingdom Hearts that I've seen so far. I don't. I don't think there is. I don't think there is one. Yeah, but so, I just. I want. I want more Kyrie. And yeah. Since it, this could be like a proper underlined spinoff, Nomura. What a spinoff actually is, not just another game, Nomura. <laughs> uh, you know, this would just be called like Kingdom Hearts. I don't. I can't even fake a name. They're so stupid. <laughs> I'm just gonna Kingdom Heart. A uh, little less sixteen candles. A little more touch me. I just gotta go with the Fallout Boy titles because that works very well. <laughs> But yeah, I think like actual spinoff games would be fun where you just get like simple gameplay. Like you could just like a Destiny yeah. Island game where you're just doing fun stuff as Kyrie, or like a Castle Oblivion game where you're Nominee, you're doing something fun, or like yeah. Mario Paint but with Nominee. <laughs> that would be very. That would be cute. Yeah, I think a game in um in Traverse Town would be like because like Traverse Town is gone. Like we haven't seen it in Kingdom Hearts two at all. I don't think. Oh yeah, we didn't see it in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, and like, and like, we don't haven't seen it in this one yet, obviously. And like, I think a game like that is like in Traverse Town, but it's mostly a like town management sim where every once in a while a new lost person will show up, and you need to figure out how to settle them in. Like, that could be fun. That's another one that's just low key kind of Animal Crossing. Exactly, it's Animal Crossing. It's Harvest Moon. It's you know, it's whatever. But yeah, <laughs> I just I just want to help people out as like. Kyrie, though. Yeah, I feel like that would be really fun. Or, like, yeah. you could play as, like, the uh, Final Fantasy characters or other characters that have lost their homes. That would be very good. Because, like, there's a lot going on there that, like, Traverse Town makes a lot of sense as a place for the story, but, like, we haven't seen it in two games, so. Yeah. Uh, next is from Alex at Olympian Zeus. Uh, I'm going to paraphrase this because uh, it's a little tricky to parse. Uh, what does your Keyblade look like? I feel like we've talked about this before, haven't we? I think so, yeah. I think um, mine was all art-themed and yours was all audio-themed. Yeah, it, mine is like a... Because I think you had the idea that mine would be like a... Um, the blade part is like the audio... Like the, yeah, the, the waveform. Wave, the waveform, um, which is good. That's very good. <laughs> I don't have anything better than that. So. The uh, keychain part can just be like an audio plug. Yeah, or like headphones. Yeah. Like little, little cute little headphones. <laughs> Next one is from, from Francisco of Martin. Uh, given, or F.O. Martin. I read that backwards. <laughs> uh, given what Jake knows right now, what is the plot of Kingdom Hearts 4? Okay. Here's Kingdom Hearts 4. I can't even tell you that. <laughs> here's, here's what's going to happen. Okay, so what I know about the entirety of the series is that this is the Dark Seeker saga, which yes. I think means evil ansem but he's dead three times and so maybe not i don't know so it's about maybe it's about Zemnis, but he's also dead now but like maybe he's a big boy later in the past 
Anyway, it's a dark secret saga, so it's about like someone darkness, blah 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 blah, right? So this is a, this is over. So the next game is gonna be about like a new anime boy, uh, from a new world who's going to a bunch of Disney worlds, but now it's all the live action versions, and it's much worse. <laughs> yeah, that'd be bad. I can't even tell you what Kingdom Hearts three fifty eight over two days is gonna be about. <laughs> so I don't. I don't know. Kingdom Hearts 4? I got like six games between now and then. <laughs> yeah, so I just played all the games. I don't know how much I can tell you what Kingdom Hearts 4 is going to be. <laughs> I have a bunch of ideas. But it's very intelligent Kingdom Hearts that I have a bunch of ideas and not yeah. just one. Um, I would like I would like there to be a game about... Um, uh, like a like a girl and where there's more girls in the world yeah. instead of in this one that maybe have like a bit more agency and very yeah and, and like they do stuff yeah like that would be cool to see <laughs> actually me and david were talking about that we're like namora's not this bad in other games what did disney do i think it is and like without knowing like anything about like Nomura besides what I've heard and like you know what I've seen of the Kingdom Hearts franchise it definitely feels like it's probably a this is your demographic it's about it's it's boys 12 to 17 that's it like it, make yeah. it about boys and he and you know you, you do what you can when yeah, you're given like, those parameters as much as we want to put like a bunch on director's shoulders at the end of the day they don't have as much control as you think they do yeah, and I feel like Nomura has like a shitload more control than I would say almost anybody working in games right now because of the buckwild shit he's gotten through. But yeah. at the end of the day, uh, like focus groups and marketing department gets and, to tell you who makes your game and producers. And you know who one of their producers is? Disney. Disney, yeah. yeah. Um, Disney, a famously marketed towards girls' company. But they also they sincerely ruined the concept of queens. Like there are other oh, series yeah. that have that can't say this character is a queen because they will be assumed to be evil. Yeah, uh, 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 My Little Pony, Friendship yep. is Magic. She was going to be Queen Celestia, and they're like, no, they'll think she's the bad guy. And they're like, why? It's like because queens are evil, I guess. Yep. Okay, she's also a princess. Dope. <laughs> Weird. And now they it's okay now because they own fucking everything. So yeah, it's fine. it's great. <laughs> Uh, next is from Rebecca at our rule in 93. I really hope I'm saying your last name right. I feel like I've only read it. <laughs> Sorry, Rebecca. Our Ruland? Ruland? She's an IRL friend, and I just don't say her name out loud. <laughs> Outside of Rebecca. I'd... Sorry, Rebecca. I'll call you by your full name more often so I can learn it correctly. <laughs> uh, I call two people that I know in real life exclusively by their full names, and I don't know why. Anyway, uh, congratulations. Thank you for making something so wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, this is nice. How are y'all doing today? Yeah, all right. I'm doing okay. I spent two hours with my shirt inside out and didn't notice. <laughs> so, but it was from 6 to 8 a.m., so nobody really saw me. So Yeah, that's fair. I tried to leave the house and changed my mind, so that's how my day's been going. Nice. Uh, yeah, I was on my way up to break, and I was like, what's on my shoulder? Oh, a tag and the seam. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, so I changed in the hallway. Um, what group or singer would you want to do a cover of Simple and Clean slash Sanctuary? Sanctuary, if a real person would say that. <laughs> trying to think. I'm staring past my microphone at my Twice poster. Like, just I, don't, I, don't just say twice. Don't just say twice. Though? 
but it would it would be good unless <laughs> unless here's the cheap and easy answer and i've only listened to sanctuary like once or twice but i think simple and clean is like a certified banger for the ages carly ray jepson is the easiest answer ever that'd be a really good like american translation yeah i'm not as into j-pop so I don't know a lot. And my other, I was like, well, BOA, she's technically K-pop, but she also, she also has a very good career in J-pop. So it ah. still kind of counts. <laughs> um, my other answer is uh, a band called The Sounds. Uh, they're a Swedish band. I almost said from Sweden. Oh boy. Yeah, they're, they're a Swedish band. Uh, the lead singer's name is Maya Iverson. She's amazing. Uh, they're like a punk electronica band. Um, I feel like they would do a really great cover of simple and clean because she is really good at doing something that, like makes you want to like kick a door in or very sad. Hold on. I'm trying to remember a person's name right now that I think would be good. She does a lot of really cool, like electronica kind of like emotional, but still also kind of like meaningful and deep music, but it's all okay. like bops. Uh, Kim Petras. I'm probably saying her name wrong. Oh, yeah. Kim Petras. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I know her. I think she'd do a cool version of simple and clean or sanctuary. That'd be like a cool remix version. Yeah, I could, I could definitely see that. Uh, and finally, uh, do you think the heartless symbol on the butthole dogs is a bald spot or colored fur? Shannon? Um, I don't think it has fur because it's a heartless. I don't want to imagine them having hair. I don't know which is more upsetting. Is that like they do have hair except for the heartless symbol or they're only sprouting hair out of the heartless symbol? Uh, I always imagine them as like weird, like shadowy creatures. So they're not like anything that we would recognize really yeah like i feel like they're they're all gengars right <laughs> every single one of them's a gengar and i think everyone listening understands what that means yeah um yeah i i don't know if it would be a bald sp i think i think if it like if it had to be one or the other it would probably be colored fur colored fur but it'd be a really short-haired dog yeah um so it would just, it would basically just be like a someone spray painted that on their bowl. Yeah, it'd just be like a spot, but it just happens to be a heartless symbol. Yeah. All right. Uh, we also have another question, another question from Jams at Jams Wilk. Uh, I don't, I don't care if there is a question limit, but this is my last one. If you guys could have any voice actor from the games uh, come guest on the show, who would you have? Y'all are beautiful. One, thank you. Thank you. I've been learning how to pop highlights with contouring. I'm a horrible gremlin man in real life. <laughs> Why do you think I'm learning to put fucking glitter on there? <laughs> um, I I can't pull it off. I have too much beard to put makeup on. <laughs> also, I hate the feeling of makeup on my face. I had a makeup class in high school in uh, college. That's fair. Cool boy. Uh, my friend Andy was. We were uh, partnered up, so we only really worked on each other. And oh boy, howdy! He almost had to strap me down when he was doing like eyeliner shit i was like if you get any closer to my eye with that pencil i'm gonna i'm gonna take it and stab you with it andy yeah i got some like nice setting powder that's supposed to like keep you from like sweating your makeup off and they're a fucking liar <laughs> you get that mist <laughs> like, I um i don't know shit about any of that stuff uh i not one voice actor i Haley joel osmond right? yeah i do Haley joel osmond i would actually sincerely like to meet him he had a really interesting career and i like that he's still around he also seems like a genuinely fun and cool guy. Yeah, he's just like, and he's just cute. You're just like, oh, yeah. look at him. Haley it's Haley Joel Osmond. 
I think uh, da- David watched that Silicon Valley show, and he was on that, like, cussing, and me and David were both just like, Sora! Sora! You're breaking your mother's heart. You're allowed to say that word. Don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think it would be really fun to have him on. I don't know who else. I got to meet the voice actor for um, Ansem after the not Billy Zane. Which uh, Ansem? <laughs> proper. Okay. Seeker of darkness. Okay. And uh, he was really nice and fun to talk to, so like he'd probably be interesting too. He seems like the kind of guy to have a lot of stories because he's been in the business for a minute. Yeah, he also seems like he. I, I I don't know who on the team, whoever, whichever voice actor is most into Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, like that would be probably the best one. And he was definitely polite enough to like let me tell him about my wedding, and he made me like pull it up so he could look at it. Nice. So, if like it seems sincere, but like I don't want to. To, I don't want to like toot his own horn for him, <laughs> right? But like, if he doesn't give a shit, that's totally up to him. Like, I respect right. that a lot too. <laughs> uh, my other answer is David Boreanaz, <laughs> but I would only talk about Angel, and he would probably be upset. Uh, I want Lance Ma- Bass on here to oh, just talk sh- about Sephiroth. I l- get Lance Bass on. We'll talk about Sephiroth and Gravity Falls, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He'd probably be so happy. Probably, he seems very nice. <laughs> Uh, next is from Franny at Kayonse. This is directed at me. Good boy showdown. Sora versus Roxas versus Riku. Well, one's grounded. One's grounded, and he's not allowed to go outside until he apologizes to his to his stepsister, Shion. <laughs> um, the real answer is Sora for a professional wrestling reason, and that is that championships are won on heart. And no one has a bigger heart than Sora, and he would win the champ, the Good Boy Championship. Also, the good thing about Kingdom Hearts is that if you say Sora, you're also kind of saying Roxas. A little bit. I was about to say Roxas because he kicked Riku's ass until Riku had to summon up a big man inside him, like an yeah. adult inside of him, <laughs> and like fuck himself up for a while. But Sora, also, he's the main character, so yeah. you can as many tries as you want. <laughs> Uh, we got another question from Tanner at Sparky Upstart. Uh, thought it thought of another one. If Demix tried to start a garage band, who else would join, and what would everyone play? Oh, that's good. Larkseen on vocals. Would Larkseen actually join though? Larkseen. Okay, here's what would happen. Demix would not ask Larkseen to be in the band, and she would get upset and be like, "I'm lead singer and frontman now. <laughs> Deal with it." You know what? You're right. Um, also, I got my Larkseen shirt. I'm very happy with it. Oh, nice. That's very cool. Yeah, and it's got like a 12 on the back and says like her name, like a jersey. Nice. <laughs> That's dope. I'm trying to think who. I feel like Axel would play drums. He, I, I think he so. He just feels like he would play drums. He seems like a drummer. Yeah. <laughs> for good or ill. <laughs> Maybe Marluxia on like bass? Yeah, I could see that. Because like. I don't know. Bass players are either like completely invisible or weirdly sexy. And I feel like Marluxia fits definitely in that second category. Yeah. I also feel like he'd be okay with like hanging out in the background and just like letting everyone else do bullshit and just like waiting patiently. He'd be for like his Pete time. Wentz and that like he's writing the songs. Yeah. <laughs> but Larkseen is singing them. <laughs> um, and then like I want to say Luxor just because Larkseen's also in the poker. Club. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who feels like they would play. No, Zigbar definitely plays guitar. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Poorly. 
he's definitely like, oh, I used to play this in, in college. I still got it. They're yeah. like, just he's technically like right under our boss. Just let him go. <laughs> he's in the top six. We gotta let him. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Zigbar is number two, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, shit. Yeah, he's yeah. We gotta let him. <laughs> and then Ro- Roxas is like their stage manager because he doesn't know how to do anything, but he definitely wants to be involved. Yeah. D- uh, Demix is on sitar, which is the only reason there's a sitar in this band is because Demix started the group. Yes. <laughs> He's not adjusting for anyone. No. Uh, next is from Christina at Sea Woods Art. Good friend of ours. Yeah. Christina Woods. She's a friend, so we can say her last name. First up, what's been your favorite part about doing Kingdom Smarts slash K-pop Smarts so far? Uh, just hanging out and talking about cool stuff. Yeah, I like I I've I've talked about this uh, a lot of times. Uh, I treat podcasts as like friend aggregators it's just like cool way like this is, was like an excuse for just us to hang out more yeah um but also get to talk about a thing that's fun and weird yeah okay uh kingdom smarts was get me talking about a thing i like and you can learn about it and then k-pop smarts was like well we might as well monetize wanting to talk about K- <laughs> k-pop all the time yeah number one let's monetize it number two let's put it behind a paywall so we don't bother everybody with it <laughs> um I think the thing, my favorite thing about K-pop smarts so far is trying to figure out the secret uh, interconnected universe that yeah. they're all kind of in. Yeah, we have an underlying theory of, like, phase and witches. Yeah, phase and witches and magical clothes. Yep. Next part, Jake, which Kingdom Hearts game would you be most interested in playing, assuming you have the system slash time slash etc.? Uh, probably three, because I feel like by then they've got like the gameplay down yeah three is a lot of fun to play and you'll get it when they add in critical and rebalance like the system because it was really easy <laughs> like to the I'm... point where some boss fights were not fun oh that's not fun yeah i do love an easy boss fight i love a curb stomp battle where you're like i'm gonna fight this guy and you're dead now and i win i'm totally fine with that there was um, there was one boss fight specifically i won't say to who or to where but like I was fighting them, and since it was uneasy, they just had, like, it was one of those, like, they'd appear every once in a while, and, like, since I was uneasy, they didn't appear as much, so there would be points where I'd just be, like, kind of sitting there. (laughs) That sucks. (laughs) And David was watching me, and he's just like, what the fuck is this? I was like, I don't know, but I hate it. It's on baby mode. Because, like, I already wasn't having fun in this world, and this boss fight was just like, he's not even here for me to beat up. So I think uh, you accidentally just confirmed that uh, SpongeBob is in that, and that the boss fight takes place at Weenie Hut Jr. <laughs> yes, you're right. I'm sorry. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag cage free. <laughs> uh, and uh, Shannon, which Kingdom Hearts game would you be most interested in fresh playing? A- a- as in mind wipe, new experience. Uh, Kingdom Hearts one. Nice. It's just like it's like it's not my favorite one. It's actually the most frustrating to play. It, or one of the most frustrating ones to play. I was going to say, there's no card battle system in there, yeah. so it can't be well, the most. Of the games I enjoy, one of, <laughs> it's like it's an uphill battle, because I love Kingdom Hearts 1, but playing it's kind of a chore, but like it's the most emotional story for me. So right. like, if that one could be new to me, that'd be great. Nice. Uh, we also got, I cannot see your name, Tracy, bon- uh, Tracy Bond deserved better at she Logan did. Walker. Jake, uh, did you think you could you would get as emotionally invested in Kingdom Hearts as you are now when you guys started the podcast? I want to say no, but the answer is probably yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a soft touch, and as anyone listening can probably attest to, I like a good boy. Yes. I like when the boys are good. 
Um, and this one is just chock block with good boys. Yep. And it's just shown in anime enough that yeah, they do the stuff I like. It's like shown in anime, the Final Fantasy. Yeah. Also, Tracy Bond did deserve better. Uh, she was maybe the best Bond girl after Pam Bouvier. Nobody <laughs> at me. Uh, next is from King of Doma at King of Doma. Is there any Disney World you desperately want to see, but no, without a doubt that there's no way it'll actually be used in any of the games? People probably won't like this answer, but I don't think we'll ever see a Treasure Planet. Uh, yeah, they hate that movie. Yeah, that movie was a failure, but it's very popular. Isn't that the one that basically put them on the road to financial ruin that Home on the Range just was like, here it is. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It wasn't a good time for them. Yeah. And it was like a passion project with the two directors. So it was really sad. Yeah. That they like fought really hard for that movie and it just tanked. And it tanked. There was McDonald's toys, but nobody saw it. Yep. I don't think they'll ever put Gravity Falls in the in the games. But goddamn, that would be such a dope <laughs> thing to do. That um, would be if, really rad. And if you're a $10 patron, you can go see what Sora would look like if he was a Gravity Fall. Yep. Because uh, it's really good. Uh, our next one is from Paco at Info uh, Predator. Uh, sea salt ice cream always sounded kind of iffy to me, but do you think there's a legit way to make tasty ice cream with sea salt flavor? If so, how? Uh, yeah, it's a thing, y'all. It was a thing before Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Like, it's in the game because Nomura had it at uh, Disney World and liked it. Like, I don't understand how people think sea salt ice cream is so impossible. Have you never had ice cream with, like, caramel or nuts in it? Yeah, uh, like, like sea salt caramel is, like, a thing. You can go, go to Target and get, like, three different kinds of it. Yeah, and it's also um, super easy to make. Like, I, I think I've shared it on the podcast before or on the Twitter because I had a recipe for my wedding that I gave out to people and printed out on, like, a little like uh sea salt ice cream and it came with the stick that said winner i've definitely had to have talked about that i know you've talked about it i don't know if you posted it you you know what you probably did in a visual diary at some point yeah i can, I can repost i have a recipe for sea salt ice cream that's really good yeah uh, since it, i don't think there'll be a visual diary just yeah yeah so and it, it's super easy like the hardest part is making the custard because if you fuck up it tastes like eggs and then i get very angry i mean or you get cold egg ice cream <laughs> If like you I like said, eggs. Like I said, very angry. Not everyone hates eggs, Shannon. <laughs> if you ate ice cream, expecting ice cream, and got something that tasted exactly like egg. Is it, okay, if I was expecting a different flavor and it tasted like eggs, then yeah, maybe I would be upset about that. But at the same time, I want to eat egg ice cream right now so bad. Well, fuck up your custard. Okay, well, I don't know how to. I can I can't make custard, so I can only fuck it up. That's right. Because like, if you if you get it too hot too fast, you scramble the eggs, and then uh, then you get an egg popsicle. Well, again, I kind of want to try that. <laughs> uh, next is from uh, looks like a moon face and a sun face uh, <laughs> uh, at bb underscore big underscore sister. I want to learn about you guys. Uh, might have amnesia from the first episode, but I want to know more. Where are you guys from? Where'd you meet? What's your favorite color? How old? Jobs? Astrology side? Favorite band that's not K-pop? Wink. Well, that's a lot of questions. I'm from Ringe, New Hampshire, originally, and I live in Austin, Texas now. Um, I've lived in several other hot places, even <laughs> though I do not like the heat. I'm just dumb. 
because uh, I lived in Orlando when I went to college, and I lived in California when I got out of college. I went to film school, and I was like, I'm going to make my millions, and I do a podcast. I live a lot of podcasts now, so, you know, see how that, that worked out. Uh, I guess I'm originally from Delaware. I now live in Atlanta. What else is in there? I don't. How long were you in Delaware? Like a year. I was a baby. It didn't count. It doesn't count. You're yeah. from Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. It's just one of those everyone's like, oh, you don't have a southern accent. I'm like, yeah, because I was raised by northerners. Like, my mom yeah. sounds like she's from New York. Um, my accent is, uh, cause like the New Hampshire accent is like a weird halfway point between the down East Maine accent and a Massachusetts accent. And there's like three different kinds of Massachusetts accents. So like, it's kind of hard to pinpoint. Um, uh, but I definitely have a deep New Hampshire accent that like the 10 minutes after I talked to my dad, um, <laughs> even though neither of us really have one until we talk to each other, but like, I'll start saying like pissa. No one knows what that means. It just means great. I just I get more nasally and like a tiny bit of like my mom's accent if I'm like specifically just like arguing with her because she'll keep getting louder and then like match her. <laughs> I just have to get louder and yeah. like the louder you get, the more New York you sound. Right, fair. <laughs> I guess my favorite color is red. My astrology sign is Aries. Uh, <laughs> I'm a character designer on Archer, and my favorite band's probably Queen, which is a boring answer, but they're very good. They are very good. Yeah. You could do a lot worse than Queen. Yeah. Uh, so let me run through these. Uh, my favorite color is yellow. How old? I'm 30. It's boring. Uh, yeah, I'm 31. Um, God, you're so old. I know. <laughs> I work in retail, um, but I actually make, I think, about the same amount of money from pod. Oh, not the same amount of money, but like a, almost a comparable amount from podcasting. So I'm technically a podcaster. <laughs> Uh, I'm a Gemini. I don't know what that means. Uh, my favorite band is One Guy. It's a rapper named Astronautilus. Um, he's the dopest. Go listen to all of his stuff. Um, how do we meet? You guested on the Sailor Moon podcast, Sailor Business, on the first episode that I edited. Yeah. And then you started listening to my Power Rangers podcast, and then we became friends. Yeah. And uh, then, like, we used it. Like going on your Pokemon podcast as an excuse to talk more and become friends. Yeah, that yeah, because uh, because like we just started the Pokemon um RPG podcast, uh, Pokemon World Tour United, and we were talking about like how we should do guests and like what what to do. And I was like, I don't know how to become friends with people other than getting them on my podcast. <laughs> and I know Shannon likes rockets, so Alan figured out like let's get her on and do do something. <laughs> Yeah, I think I emailed you guys while I was still listening to the episode. As soon as you're like, we're thinking about guests. I'm like, I'm going to email them. (laughs) And the rest is history. Yep. Um, I think that's it. Is that all those? Yeah. All Uh, right. uh, Yeah. Uh, Our next one is from M at, oh, I'm going to try this, uh, Chandelier Coast. I am very sorry. I think it's pronounced Chandelier Coast. Okay. I would bet she's a cosplayer. If oh, I had okay. To... Oh, cosplayer. Yep. Click. Just click through. She is a cosplayer. Okay, cool. Uh, I am uncultured. <laughs> I cosplayed twice and got creeped on and stopped. Uh, I can only imagine. Yeah, I cosplayed as Dawn from Pokemon and got followed around the entire convention by a guy. Woof. <laughs> yeah, I was cosplaying a 14-year-old. That was real cool. <sighs> I, oh, boy. I... <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, what has been your favorite slash least favorite stay tuned moment? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I don't know any specific ones because 
I I've been doing podcasting long enough, and my first podcast was a watch and review show where um like if you want to stay sane watching that much Power Rangers, you have to dump your RAM every episode. <laughs> so like whenever you say stay tuned, I go okay, don't think about that anymore <laughs> until it comes up again, and then it'll come up again, and I'll be like, what is this? And you be like, stay tuned. And I'll be like, all right, cool, and then just push it back, <laughs> and don't worry about it. <laughs> I think the word I mean any any time I ask about secret ending stuff. Or she on currently, and it's a stay tuned. They're all bad. It's all like, hey, here's some horror you're going to have to deal with later. Yeah, basically. Uh, you know that moment where, um, in like a horror movie, where like the music's like, and they, there's the shot is like you're looking at a refrigerator open, and then they shut the fridge, and you expect something to be there, and there's not. But then they turn. And something's there behind them. That's every stay tuned, and then the turn, and then there's the thing that I was worried about. <laughs> or a new, discreet, worryable thing. Or, like, uh, there's a shot that's really good in Hereditary that's towards the end. That uh, there's a character sitting on a bed, and it's a full shot of the room. And there's another character up in the corner in the shadow, just, like, perched against the wall. Just, like, <sighs> a weird monkey demon just staring down at them. And it's just enough in the shadow that you don't notice. But they hang in the shot long enough that you notice them. And it's a fucking night. I, like, climbed out of my couch and just, like, <laughs> tried to leave. <laughs> Too spoopy for me. <laughs> But it was uh, a really cool shot because I was like, why are they holding on this so much? And then I just looked up and I was like, <gasps> that I can imagine that like you're because like if you've watched movies, you're like, they should. It's just sitting on a bed. You should move on. But then your brain starts being like, what else is here that I need to see? Yeah. And this and, is like right before like shit hits the fan in this movie. Because like before this, the movie is just like you just don't have skin the whole time. And you're just like, right. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. And at this point, they're just like, hey, you can relax now. I'm like, no, I can't because now shit's bad. <laughs> now there's a demon in the corner <laughs> uh next question is from uh giraffe emoji plus sunglasses emoji equals me at spear <laughs> underscore Lindsay. uh shannon what kingdom heart uh, what kingdom hearts games game singular are you most excited to share with jake from 358 over two on uh birth by sleep it's my favorite I just, that's uh it's up there with kingdom hearts one where it feels like the story is complete from like a to z like, okay. within its own little world, and I just, I like that. I like contained stories, and, like, obviously it goes into, like, everything else in the game, and it's really important, but it just, like, <laughs> in the moment, it felt really self-contained. And Yeah, I, it also is pretty that. important to the fucking secret ending, from what I've heard. <laughs> yeah, it's also, like, a Rashomon-style story, and I really dig that stuff. That's pretty cool. I'm also most excited for that one, because, like, I know you're, it's your favorite game, so I'm like, yeah. that's gonna be dope. Also, every time it's come up, and my little brother is near me he just like his shoulders just rise and he's like Ugh. and i'm like cool great bud thanks <laughs> a lot happens in birth by sleep and you'll experience it three times dope <laughs> <laughs> all right uh we have another question from uh jackie moreau at jackie moreau i can say her last name because it's her entire thing yeah <laughs> also she's a friend and we're friends uh, yeah uh rank your top five favorite villains from the game and why or top five least favorite villains, sorry. Oh, oh boy. Uh, Does least... this count? D d yeah. <laughs> this is my least favorite villain and person and video game character. <laughs> he's just bad. He's a bad, he's just a bad person all around. <laughs> so he's at the bottom. I also don't like Ansem 
Seeker of Darkness because he fucked up Riku. And that's shitty of him. And he turned into a spaceship. And that was maybe the first like fucking like absolutely buck ass wild thing that happened, even yeah. though it's at the end of the game. Of like a lot of weird stuff happened, but then you're like, he's turned he turns into a spaceship. It's like, come on the fuck on. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't like Pete. Yeah, but Pete's, mostly because his pants upset me. Yeah, Pete's really high on my list because he just kind of is there. Yeah. Vexen. Vexen. As much as like I kinda like how much he sucks, he still sucks. <laughs> he I still can do sucks. both. <laughs> and I do like that at the end of his life, he is trying to help. Yeah. Like, because he tries to tell Sora, like, here's what's going on, and then Axel kills him. Yeah, and it's, like, petty. It's still, like, petty and selfish reasons to him. So, like, right. it's still, like, super on character with how much he sucks that it's just, like, I'm not doing this to help you. I'm doing this to prove a point. Yeah. And then I think uh, uh, Xemnas is number, what do we have, four? For me, at least. I'm I'm just saying vaguely. I actually like a lot of the villains in Kingdom Hearts, but a lot of them are just like more stupid, but like in stupid fun ways. So I'm just like I'm still yeah. having fun. Like I like Anselm. He sucks, but I still he just, like him. Like he just like fucks Riku up, and I yeah. don't like that. And like I only the only person who does that more is Diz, and I hate him even more. <laughs> but uh, I usually lean to like more super motivated characters, and it's like Anselm's motivation is kind of vague in the first Kingdom Hearts. I still don't know his plan yeah and like they don't know his like the people that work for him don't know his plan like a couple episodes ago they were like we he's not telling us the truth (laughs) and then i think my number five is the creepy old guy from the secret ending because that guy freaks me out that's fair he looks i forget did he do his weird finger wiggle in the secret ending i don't remember i know he's got jaundice eyes he's got like yellow eyes um (laughs) and he looks He's hunched over in a creepy way, and he's, like, doing menacing little finger waggles, like, at his own finger. Like, like Mr. Burns? Like, I don't like it. <laughs> no thank you, sir. Looks like that is the last of... The tagged ones. The tagged ones. We are at an hour and 45 minutes, so yeah. we're going to call it there. Yeah. Sorry to everyone we missed, but we did give you a rule set. <laughs> <laughs> we did all we can do. Yeah. Uh, but thank you to everybody who asked us questions. Yeah, and thank you to everyone who asked questions that we didn't get to. We are sorry. Well, yeah, uh, maybe we'll answer them on Twitter. We'll yeah. just we'll get through them. Uh, I know Lizzie or Elizabeth. I don't know if we're friends if we're uh, if we're <laughs> nicknamed friends yet. Um, I think she asked, uh, "Who's your favorite boy?" And I I, I said Sora, so I answered yeah. it with a different one. Um, but I don't remember any of the other ones. So maybe we'll get through those on Twitter. Yeah, sure. But uh thank you very much for listening for two years yeah or or for this is your first episode doesn't matter to me weird choice but hey do you live your own life like sometimes you just want to get a feel for how they are when they're not talking about the thing that you want to hear them talk about (laughs) right yeah and the answer is i'm an idiot and i'm sorry (laughs) uh so yeah uh but thank you uh shannon thank you for doing this with me Thank you for doing. Th- thanks for letting me yell at you about Kingdom Hearts all the time. Uh, it it is my pleasure because <laughs> I'm very now I'm very invested. <laughs> I'm sorry I've done this to you. Uh, a lot of mistakes were made on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> you you've unleashed the monster. And I knew what I was getting into, but I also had no idea what I was getting into. That, that's that's Kingdom Hearts. That's 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 it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, if you want to talk to us on Twitter, you can talk to us at Kingdom Smarties and use the hashtag Kingdom Smarts just to talk about the show. Uh, obviously, if you guys ever do have any questions, you're always welcome to ask, the, ask even if we aren't doing this. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably answer. Yeah. Uh, use KH Free if you want to talk about spoilers. And again, don't send those to that hashtag or our site. It's just if you think that Jake might see your tweets or you want to talk to me about stuff that I stay tuned, use KH Free. Yeah. And yeah, if you use both uh, Kingdom Smarts and KH Free in the same one, if I click on the Kingdom Smarts one, I'll see all the ones with the KH Free in them. So yeah. don't do them both. Please and thanks. You can email us at kingdomsmartspodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Patreon at patreon.com slash kingdomsmarts. We just finished a poll for the next K-pop smarts, uh, which will be coming soon for boy bands. Yep. Oh, yeah, we finished the poll for the Keyblade, and I should do that soon before I forget. Yes. I'm very excited about that one. Me too, because that one I didn't have any ideas for. So Well, and that's obviously the one's going to get picked. Shane. Yeah, I know. I should just stop. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I think that's it. So, if you want to talk to me on Twitter, I'm at Shannon Mater. I'm at JJ underscore Mason. I've been Jake. I've been Shannon. And that's been two years of Kingdom Smarts. I, I don't have anything to add here. <laughs> I didn't take any notes. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs>